Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the founder and president of the Article 3 Project. And it's uh, Mike Davis. Mike, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I want to talk about the gag order. I want to talk about fraud in New York. I want to talk about all these legal cases that are going on. But I want to start here. I know that you've been keeping up with everything and you've been very vocal about everything. I don't understand what our policy is about the Middle East. It appears to be Israel is our best friend in the Middle East, which we all agree on. Um, and, and Israel good. Hamas is a terrorist organization. They're bad. For some reason, journalists, so-called journalists in this country, won't call them terrorists. They call them militants. And somehow Israel needs to be proportionate in how it responds. What's your take on all this? Well, I know that under four years of President Donald Trump, we had peace and prosperity throughout the world, including in the Middle East. We had historic peace and no one even dared to attack Israel like we've seen under President Biden. And under Obama and Biden, they gave billions of dollars in uh, aid to Iran. Iran funds uh, uh, Islamic terrorism with Hamas and Hezbollah. And we have just seen the worst terrorist attack on Israeli soil ever. I think this is worse than 9-11. These are Hamas terrorists funded by Iran who are kidnapping, raping, torturing, and murdering Israeli uh, women, children, babies, the elderly, the disabled. They killed over 1,300 Israelis. They killed 31 Americans. They have nearly 200 hostages. And we have these this Hamas caucus in the United States, both with the squad in Congress and, and their band, of terrorists along with in the media who want to blame Israel for what happened here. And this is unacceptable. This is aiding and abetting terrorism when we have American politicians calling for a ceasefire in Israel when Israel is trying to rescue hostages. When you aid and abet terrorism, that makes you a terrorist. Yeah, Mike, I couldn't agree with you more, but what's interesting is in the early days after the the initial surprise attack, unprovoked attack by Hamas terrorists, you had people like Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib and the, and the squad, as you said, that were saying things like, well, the oppressed people this and the apartheid that and, and the occupation the other thing. You and I both know they haven't been occupied since 2005. Israel gave them the land in return for peace. They never got the peace. Rockets fly into Israel all the time. Thank God they got the Iron Dome. But now, like you said, they've switched their narrative to who doesn't want a ceasefire? We want to just stop killing children. Ceasefire, ceasefire. I don't understand how you, if somebody walked up to me and punched me in the face and then said, hey, man, I don't want to fight anymore. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to respond. I have the right to respond. Do they think this messaging, Mike, is going to work where they change it to the word ceasefire? These are sub subversive terrorist sympathizers in the United States Congress and House Republicans need they need to get serious about cleaning house, throw out these terrorist sympathizers and stop importing these terrorist sympathizers from these third world Marxist hellholes around the world, especially in the Middle East. Why the hell are we importing people into America who hate America? They hate everything we stand for. They hate Israel. They hate Jews. They don't share our values. Why the hell are they here? And why the hell are they in the United States Congress? It's uh, Mike Davis, founder and uh, president of the Article 3 Project. Go to article3project.org. Follow him everywhere. M-R-D-D-M-I-A over on X. Let me ask you this. What is it? You'll know better than I do. What is the mechanism 
to get rid of a Rashida Tlaib that we saw yesterday lying about the rocket attack in Gaza. It actually came from Islamic Jihad. It came from Gaza. It didn't kill 500 kids. It landed in the parking lot and killed 10 to 50 people. But it was completely from Gaza to Gaza. Just yesterday, I guess trying to incite a riot or an insurrection, she was standing outside the Capitol saying that Israel was bombing children's hospitals. So what is that? Let's say that we get Jim Jordan as the speaker. Let's say that happens today, and I hope to God that it does. What can he do? Can he kick her out? Can he censure her? What can he do? I think House Republicans should uh, hold votes to expel these members who are aiding and abetting Hamas terrorism. And Tlaib is absolutely doing that. It is conclusive now that that rocket that hit that hospital parking lot came from Hamas. It did not come from Israel. They did not kill 500 people. This is war propaganda from terrorists. And it's time to pick a side. You are either on the side of good, which is Israel and the United States, or you're on the side of evil, which is Hamas and Iran. As of yesterday, she was still saying this. I don't know, the videos are probably still up of her saying that it was Israel. As a member of Congress, one would assume she can find out who shot the rocket, right? Yeah, she knows exactly what's going on. She is a propagandist for Hamas terrorism. She's aiding and abetting terrorism. That makes her a terrorist. And why the hell do House Republicans let that slob of a terrorist stay in the House of Representatives? Throw her ass out. What do you make of the fact that the king, King Abdullah II of Jordan, came out and said, we're not taking any refugees, Egypt isn't taking any refugees, that's the way it is. Not very reported here in the United States. Of course, I reported it. You probably did. What do you make of that? They're allowed to say that we can keep our culture. We don't have to accept anybody through our borders that we don't want. At the same time, we've got 7 to 8 million across our border. I think it's time for Gaza and uh, the broader Palestinian region to take a hard look with it. If you are electing Hamas terrorist leaders and you are cheering on the kidnapping, rape, torture, and murder of women, children, babies, the elderly and disabled, there is something fundamentally flawed about your culture and society. And if the rest of the Muslim world will not take any of you as refugees, maybe that says something about your culture and your society. Yeah, but this administration, Mike, has already alleged that they'd be open to taking some of these refugees. Let's just bring them over here to the United States. Yeah, well, maybe we can send them to Georgetown and Martha's yeah. Vineyard. Yeah, that'll work and out. The Upper West Side of New York City. Let's do that and see how long these limousine liberals will tolerate Gazans and Palestinians in their neighborhoods. It's Mike Davis, great reporter, great lawyer. He uh, has worked with the Supreme Court, knows the law better than just about anybody I know. So let's get into, let's just completely shift gears here and get into this gag order on President Trump. You've got an American citizen who's the front runner for the Republican nomination. He's the front runner to beat Biden and anybody else. And and for some reason, a judge thinks she can put a gag order on him, on him, stopping him from responding to all of the media, you know, outrage over how he did something wrong in these Washington cases when it came to, to these documents. Mike, is it legal to shut him up? It's absolutely illegal. This is outrageous. This is a clear violation of President Trump's constitutional rights, including his First Amendment right to speak out. If anyone in America needs the right to speak out, it is a criminal defendant against the prosecutor, judge, and process during his criminal proceedings. The First Amendment protects Americans, not the government. The Sixth Amendment protects the defendant's right to a fair trial, not the government's 
right to a fair trial and a gag order, including local criminal rule 57.7C or whatever it is in D.C. that Judge Tanya Shutkin cited. It specifically says in that local rule for gag orders that the whole point is to protect the accused, to protect the government, not to protect the government, not to protect a prosecutor's hurt feelings, right? We live in America. Jack Smith is a deranged partisan. The Supreme Court has already already unanimously reversed him when he brought bogus political criminal charges against uh, former Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell, a likely presidential or vice presidential contender in 2016. What this deranged Biden special counsel Jack Smith and this uh, egregiously, obnoxiously partisan D.C. Obama Judge Tanya Shutkin have done here is un-American. You cannot gag criminal defendants, a criminal defendant who just happens to be the leading presidential candidate. And it gets worse than that. This order even somehow applies to President Trump's surrogates. I've done 1,500 media hits, more than 1,500 media hits, supporting and defending President Trump over the last 14 months since the Mar-a-Lago raid. Are they gonna try to silence me? Because I'll tell you this, it's not gonna work. They're gonna have to put me in jail before that happens. Well, Exactly right. I, I've been uh, taken up for him as well because I believe that he's on the right and they're in the wrong. But Mike, what is what is the penalty? If he should go against the gag order, and I think he kind of already has, to be honest. If he goes against it, what power do they have? Because again, they can't show any material reason why if he says something, it would harm innocent people. They just don't like that he's talking bad about them. And he's allowed to. That's exactly right. And there are criminal obstruction of justice statutes on the books. If he is threatening and intimidating the judge or the prosecutor or the witnesses, charge him under the criminal statute. But they know that is a very, very high hurdle. So they're trying to shut him up through this illegal, unconstitutional, un-American gag order. Look, the Democrats, they impeached him twice for nonsense. They indicted him four times for non-crimes, they, they're trying to bankrupt him in New York for non-fraud, and that didn't work. They're actually making him stronger in the polls. It's backfiring. This lawfare and election interference is backfiring. So now they're doing the Hail Mary, the Hail Mary of muzzling President Trump and having this sword of Damocles over his head, over his campaign, uh, campaign uh, staff members' heads, over his surrogates' heads. Over my head, who knows? And so yeah. if we speak out against this deranged prosecutor and this obnoxiously partisan judge, are they going to put us in jail? I dare them. There'll be a lot of us in there if they do. That, that's for sure. It's uh, Mike Davis. He's the, the founder of the president of the Article 3 Project. Go to article3project.org and support the great work that he does. M-R-D-D-M-I-A over on X. Incredible threads, incredible journalism. Let's go to New York. You mentioned it briefly. Letitia James, we have all the video, ran on getting Donald Trump, ran on getting one American citizen. She recently has said, I never targeted him. I never said I was going to get him. I mean, Mike, do these people think we don't have the video? Mike, we have the video. Yeah, I mean, Big Tish ran on the fact that she was going to get President Trump. There are videos out there. I just tweeted this video yesterday. I'll tweet it again today. She has made that her mission along with these other deranged Democrat prosecutors and judges in New York and D.C. and Atlanta, where they fear that the American people are going to put President Trump back in the White House. So they're just trying to take away that option from the American people, the people 
who pretend they're defending, protecting democracy, are the worst offenders. It is uh, Mike Davis. Mike, I've got to ask you about specifics in this alleged fraud case. Fraud, first of all, needs an agreed party, needs a harmed party. There isn't one. So Trump decides, I'm going to borrow money against Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I've been there. It's 20 acres between the intercoastal and the ocean on Palm Beach. This is prime real estate. You can get hundreds of millions of dollars for it. For some reason, some doofus in New York thinks they could put a label of $18 million on it, which doesn't make any sense. You can't buy one-tenth of what Trump has there for anywhere near $18 million. But they put a price tag on it. But the case seems to be levied on him lying about how much it was worth. If I own something... And I go to a lending institution, and I say, I'd like to borrow $1,000 on this. And what I own is deemed by Letitia James to be worth $100. It doesn't matter if the bank or the lending institution says, yes, we'll lend you the 1000 Give us 10% interest when you pay it back. And I do. Mike, where is the fraud? What am I missing in this? This is, this is nonsense. This is Orwellian. This is Marxism. We have a, uh, uh, we have a businessman borrowing money and paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks with interest on time in full. Do you think that President Trump duped these sophisticated Wall Street banks and they got paid back in full? How the hell are there any victims here? And here's the here's the bigger question. How did this Democrat judge in New York just decree before the trial started, before any witnesses, before any other evidence that Trump Trump somehow committed fraud, and he was just going to say that Trump committed fraud before the trial. And how the hell can you impose a $250 million fine or damages on President Trump if you don't get a jury trial? This is unconstitutional on many, many different grounds. This is lawfare. This is election interference. They want to bankrupt him through this civil fraud lawsuit and throw him in prison for the rest of his life through the other four criminal lawsuits. Mike, couldn't he sue all of these entities as one and say your election interfering? I mean, it's obvious. The, the, the Letitia James case in New York is clearly just to bother him and his run for, for, the, for the presidency again. Doesn't he have a case or does he have to wait till all these case, cases come to a conclusion and then sue them? It's very hard to bring lawsuits against prosecutors because they have uh, quite a bit of, of, of immunity. They shouldn't have that. But President Trump can certainly sue other people like uh, President Biden, who greenlighted this lawfare against President Trump to violate his First Amendment rights to speak, to campaign, to associate. Uh, and I think President Trump should go on offense. And I'll tell you this, at the end of the day, this law, as, we, as we've been talking about for more than 14 months, this lawfare is backfiring. It's going to put President Trump back in the White House, and these Democrats are going to have hell to pay. I guarantee you that President Trump is not going to take the high road. I guarantee you he's not going to turn the other cheek. I guarantee you, you think? he's going to come after him. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's Mike Davis, a great reporter, great attorney. You've got to go to the Article 3 Project and go find out more, article3project.org. Well, one last question, Mike, off the completely off the beaten path, maybe a minute on this. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Boy, what, what an anomaly here. This guy is grabbing a lot of attention from the right. I think he was just invited to CPAC, for God's sakes. This is a guy that's going to Ross Perot, Donald Trump, if somebody doesn't do something about this. He's not going to take out votes from Biden, I don't believe, even though he's, he's liberal on the issues. This guy is appealing to conservatives. What is your, what is your level of concern with, with him running? I think it's important that the, uh, the Republican 
party that Republican operatives expose his record. Uh, you know, he, he he's running as this principled liberal, uh, old school liberal, but I think he has uh, a pretty troubling record on a lot of key issues and th- those need to be put out there and exposed. Yeah, but why would somebody invite him to CPAC? I don't get it. Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, and, you know, so there have been a lot of things that the uh, Republican establishment has been doing over the last several years that have been total head scratchers to me, like sitting on the sidelines while the government forces people to sit in their homes uh, for a virus from which 99.99% of us will recover or, uh, you know, sitting in their homes and doing nothing while BLM and Antifa destroyed our country. So, you know, it's, there, there's a lot of weakness among the Republican establishment in Washington, D.C. Uh, and so who knows, maybe, uh, maybe we need a new, maybe we need new Republican leadership all around. No weakness in Mike Davis. He's the founder and president of the Article 3 Project. Article3project.org. Follow him, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Mike, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We appreciate Mike Davis coming on. Always incredible information. Make sure you go follow him, M-R-D-D-M-I-A, over on Twitter or X. Let's do some pop culture. What's happening? Polo, talk to me. All right, so imagine showing up for jury duty and you see a celebrity there. Depends on who it is. Kim Kardashian. I'd have to leave. I mean, what would you do? I don't know. That'd be weird. Is she, is she on the jury or something? Well, a prospective juror, you know, for a gang murder case. Uh, the funny thing was that, you know, in the story that I'm reading, they, they said that she's sitting there and right next to her, or I guess right in front of her, is her uh, security guard. Come on. I mean, they're going to kick her out. You can't have Kim Kardashian on the jury. It would not work. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Polo. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Have an incredible night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.